Christian. Welcome, friends, to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Every week we look for your weak claim to fame. There's no business like show business. My grandfather wrote the Sydney Swans theme song. My wife, when she was growing up, her neighbour played the bagpipes for You're the Voice. My grandfather invented the Fredo Frog. My grandfather was the toolmaker who made the first mould for the first Fredo Frog. Christian O'Connell's weakest claim to fame. David, good morning. Morning, Christian. How are you? I'm good, David. Thanks for calling the show, mate. What have you got for a weak claim to fame? Um, my weakest claim to fame is I wore a little low-cut blouse owned by Celine Dion. I am jealous. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I used to work at a golf course. Um, she's a mad golfer. She came out to Australia when Titanic was huge to promote her song, and she did an interview with 60 Minutes. And one of the waitresses at our work had to get her clothing and prepare it before the interview. So I snuck out and grabbed it, chucked it on, and ran into the kitchen, flexing muscles, looking like that skinny white guy from Notting Hill in front of the media. Reset months, yes. <laughs> yeah, and then but Got it. the funny thing, all the boys were la- couldn't stop laughing, and I couldn't get it off because I was a lot bigger than Celine Dion. I almost ripped the shirt. But the funny thing is I told mum beforehand that she was coming, so she went out and got her CD, and I got it signed in my name, bought it home, and mum was like, you don't even like her. <laughs> so, David, if we watched the 60 Minutes interview with Celine Dion from the 90s, would we see that You may shirt- see some buttons about to pop. <laughs> You're right, David. How many times have you ever done that, Fred Joe, where you try on like your wife's top or something and it's very small and then I it doesn't get do very it. funny because you can't get out of it? You actually, I'm trapped in here. I can't get it over here. I didn't know she was a mad golfer either. So many yeah, well, moments actually, of this call. Well, it was funny because she actually went to play at she went to play at Lloyd Williams's golf course, but he wouldn't let her film there because it was almost a brand new course. So she came to our course, which was pretty prestigious as well. But yeah, so she did the interview with us and then went and played at Lloyd Williams's course. Amazing. And they are yeah, just trial yeah. places, some of those golf clubs, aren't they? It's a brand new so one. Yeah. Yeah. Tripods on the uh, putting green. <laughs> Celine, who is <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David, great story. Epic story. No, it might be enough to get you the Elton John tickets. We'll let you know by half day, okay? Thank you very much. Uh, who we got here? Corey. Yeah, good morning, team. How are you going? We're good, good Corey. Good. And uh, weakest claim to fame. My weakest claim to fame is I was yelled at by Eddie Maguire's limo driver. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good old Eddie. Uh, Why were you yelled at by Eddie Maguire's limo driver? Uh, We were staying at Crown. I was staying with my mum. And as I was crossing the road, I was about five or six years old. And just taking my sweet time crossing the road. And I sort of stumbled a little bit. And the window came down on the limo and, yeah, just got told to get off the road. <laughs> Mr. Maguire needs to leave right now. Get out of the way, small child. Stumbling. <laughs> like a scene out of the Wolf of Wall Street. The brutality of this. He's like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. <laughs> Corey, that's a great one. This is the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. All right, Chris, good morning. What is your weakest claim to fame for us, Chris? Good morning. My weakest claim to fame is my grandfather clean bowled Sir Donald Bradman with in swinging Yorker into the middle stump, and my father used to tell everybody working into every conversation. You would. But you, you would. You'd have to. How could you not? It's a, it felt yeah. like you were commentating on it right there and then. 
That's exactly right. I did ask Pop before he died whether it was true or not, and he said it sounds like something I did. I'm sure those weren't your dad's last words, but what great last words if they were. And I love that, that even on possibly his deathbed, you go, Dad, Dad, was that BS? Did you really, the Bradman thing, did you really clean mould him? (laughs) It apparently happened in Cairns, and I couldn't believe that Donald Bradman would have come to Cairns. I want to live in a world where that actually happened, though, to be honest, Chris. I want to believe this story. I'm going to presume it's true. We'd all do that, yeah? Yes. All right, Chris, thank you very much. You called. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Uh, Kathy, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Kathy. My weakest claim to fame is Steve Tyler gave my bestie and myself the bird. <laughs> Why did he flip you the bird, the uh, Aerosmith singer and guitarist? Because <laughs> we were in New Orleans in the same restaurant as he was, and my girlfriend just loved him. And as he left, we decided to leave at the same time, and we were following him. So as he got onto the other side of the road, he turned back and gave us the finger with a big smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> what a great we thing to so That's a great souvenir. Oh, to have my from God. That's so much better than a boring wave. <laughs> Tomorrow on the show, has a star flipped you the bird? (laughs) (laughs) Who can say the very, you're in a very rare category that a uh, megastar from the world's biggest bands has actually flipped them the bird? That is incredible. No, we were were happy with that. Yeah, you should be. All right, Kathy, thanks for your call, mate. Thank you. Johnny. Johnny. How are you going, Christian? I'm good, Johnny. Johnny, what's your uh, weakest claim to fame? All right, so mine is Ryan Reynolds. So my brother is a paramedic who lives in Canada, and they got a call out to our house one day for a gentleman who'd fallen down in the bath. So my brother rocks up, he's walking down the hallway, and there is just photo after photo plastered down this hallway of Ryan Reynolds. My brother was thinking, you know, what's going on here? You know, this lady must really love Ryan Reynolds. So they're walking down, they treat the patient. Anyway, um, and then it turns out that house, that lady is Ryan Reynolds' mum. Wow. So they were in Ryan Reynolds' mum's house, <laughs> and there's just photos just plastered everywhere. Of course. And, you know, very 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 old Canadian mum of uh, your son Ryan. <laughs> On a brighter note, you're listening to the Christian O'Connell Show podcast. Good morning, Veronica Martin, listening at work to the show. Christian, my weakest claim to fame, I used to babysit. You might recognise this name, Jackie Boy, Andrew Welsh. Oh, so yes. for the Bombers, didn't he, he? Did. in the 2000s? Yeah. Uh, Christian, I'm showing my age. Jack, right, I remember him. Uh, Veronica, and we should do a special one day of babysitting the stars yes. because every couple of weeks we get some good ones, actually. All right, last few calls. Who we got here? David. Good morning, David. Good morning, Christian. How are you? We're good, David. Welcome to the show. So you've got a weak claim to fame for us. Yes, my weak claim to fame is I was stuck in an, trapped in an elevator with Stephen King for about five minutes. That's amazing. One of the most successful authors in the world. Where was this, in America? Yes, this was in New York. Uh, I'm going for a smoke break on the elevator, on the way down, doors open. <laughs> Stephen King is in front of me. I'm a huge Stephen King fan, trying not to yeah, fanboy. He steps on my foot, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, oh, no, that's quite all right. Yeah, all good. Um, <laughs> elevator doors close, and then the elevator does that thing where it just abruptly stops. There's a little jerking up and down, and we're stuck. This feels and like the plot of one of his movies, really like does. Misery in a Lift, <laughs> stuck exactly. with a super fan. <laughs> Put me in one of your books, and we'll start the lift again. 
Okay, and exactly. And at that point, he turns to his companion as we're all stuck, and he just starts narrating a story. He's like, and then the cord snaps, and the elevator goes plummeting down the shaft, and everybody dies. And I'm just standing there going, this is so awesome. David. <laughs> what wow. a story for a fan. I mean, yeah, he's supposed to have a really good sense of humor. That's What a great story you've got there. Yeah, it, it was an unforgettable experience, like highlight of working in that building. Yeah. And um, well, sorry, the most, so many great stories you've got there, just a highlight of working in that building. And uh, you, go, you, do, you go around doing this a lot, don't you? Trapping famous people in lifts. How long were you in the lift with Stephen King? It was about five minutes or so. It took a while for the crew to get the elevator going. It wasn't like a major operation, but they got it running you know, fairly quick. Were you hoping that it was longer, yeah. like hours, two hours, yeah. whole day? Uh, you know, Got an idea it, it for a book, Stephen. <laughs> it's called David. That's me. Um, I want to write this down. <laughs> David, thank you very much. You're cool. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Take David. Uh, brilliant story. Troy, come on in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. Troy, what's your... Why am I yelling? Troy, what's your weakest claim to fame? Um, Colonel Sanders is my uh, great-great-grandfather's brother. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> How many of these people no. around the world claim some sort of link to get some of that money? No one, no one ever believes me, man. No, so, yeah, we, we, you can add us to the list. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Troy, now, now, what evidence have you got? How do you know this, Troy? Uh, he's, re- he's on my mother's side. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and on my mother's side, Colonel. <laughs> yeah. It's my great, her, her father's father's brother. So, you, Troy, does someone in your family know the secret yes. of the spices? Uh, well, they say, they say they do, but, uh, yeah, I don't believe that either. No. So much disbelief here. Wait, so do you not even believe He doesn't doesn't believe anything. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter, Troy. We had fun. We did. (laughs) All right, Troy, thank you for giving us a call. Thanks, guys. Now, sadly, what happened to you? That guy called in saying that he knows Blitz, oh, the guy who's I training you. Call him back. Oh, yeah, you did not. Someone, you know, when we say no claim to fame is too weak, someone called in who this week we met a new friend on the show. Jack's got into a sport called pickleball, and someone's been coaching him, like Victoria's best player called the Blitz. Yeah, Aaron Blitz is his real name, and he's Victoria's best player. It is not. Player. Come on, you've become one of these wide eyed acolytes at the Colt compound. He, he David Koresh of Pickleball. He's not called the Blitz. Either way, I'm very lucky to be coached at the moment by Aaron Blitz and his friends. Well, that's how they make, you feel. they make you feel that you're very lucky to have them. And Jake rang in and said, Guess what? I'm, my weak claim to frame is I'm friends with Aaron Blitz. <laughs> Shame we're out of time for that one. All right, Elm John tickets. Um, I'm going to give them to you, Corey. Yeah, good morning, legends. Uh, we're going to give you the Elton John tickets. Uh, Jack told Thank me. Thank you so much. Share what you, who, who, who's going to get these tickets then. Uh, so I'm going to give them to my nana. She's just had a tough couple of years, so it'd be good to see a smile on her face. Oh, good on you. Yeah, Jack told me, so I thought we'd love to give you the tickets. I hope, uh, I hope it cheers your nana up knowing that she's going to go and see uh, Elton John in January. Good on you, Corey. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it so much. You guys have a lovely day. And you. The Christian O'Connell Show Podcast.